0: Hi, it's Roland from Uncanny Creators podcast. Today we'll be talking with David Hollenbach, who is the artist on Black of Heart, new graphic novel. Actually, it's an old graphic novel. Let's talk, to David, and he can explain the process.
1: I gotta make sure I'm looking at the right play, because I always see podcasts up, and they're looking this way, this way. I'm like, who? Just, yeah. Who am I looking at? <laughs> Great How to see you.
0: Uh, How are you, David?
1: I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm glad that you sent me the password thing because I was going on um, West Coast time, and you're like, "I'll see you in a couple minutes." I was like, "No, we've uh? got a couple hours," and I was like, "Oh no, he's <laughs> East Coast." I'm like, oh. <laughs> "Let me put on a shirt." Okay.
0: Oh, Where are you located, David? Uh, Seattle. In Seattle. Oh, okay. How are things out there? Ah, hey, we you're just a got rough hit by a
1: bunch of snow, so I'm kind of locked in here.
0: Okay, I heard you had a rough summer in Seattle. Yeah,
1: it's, it's been interesting. Cause I just, where were you located?
0: I'm in Pennsylvania. In, um, That's what I thought I saw. Northeast north Pennsylvania.
1: Four years ago, I just moved here from Philadelphia. Oh, I'm like, oh okay. he's in Pennsylvania, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, Something like three hours north of
0: Philly. Uh, okay, okay, okay. And not far from New York, about two hours, two and a half hours from New York.
1: Yeah, because I came from New York and I kept the same doctor that I had in New York when I moved to Pennsylvania. i was like, ah, it's just a pain to oh. kind of change doctors. It's like a bolt bus ride up there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you write it off as a medical medical journey and then visit all my friends. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a good thing. Yeah. Black of heart. Yeah, I
0: know, right? <laughs> Funny, I got the hardcover, the original hardcover. Do you guys get
1: ready to say It's like, I got the... Uh, I got it hit so I can check. I'm like, wait, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just reviewing it and I'm looking at it and I'm trying to think to myself, I'm like, did I come up with that or was that Chris's idea in the script? Yeah. 2016, this came out? It says 2016. That's when it re-came out. Chris had a, it's like year, when did, I think I finished it. That's when the hardcover came out. Okay. It's all a little foggy because it was crazy. I didn't even think I'd be able to finish it. Oh,
0: and you did. It looks really good. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Talk about the original, the independent, I guess it was self-published before this. Yeah, so uh, Chris,
1: you know, he's, I don't know when he sleeps because <laughs> I had originally did like a five-page story for him, like before Black of Heart that a right. friend had, he had went to a friend of mine and a friend said, I can't do this. He's like, but I got to friend another friend that's not doing much so okay he's like he could do it and then i did covers for his um binary gray series for a while all right for, for, and then he came to me and he's like i've got this idea mm-hmm. he's like and you'll be perfect for it i'm like what's the idea he's like oh it's this five book kind of series and at first i told him like there's, there's no way i mean <laughs> not as <laughs> like i got a full-time job here in Philadelphia. Right, It'll take forever to get on. And then I read it and I'm like, Oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> and then I'm actually thinking about it. I'm like, Oh, I could do this. I could do this. This is how I could do this. I'm like, God, damn it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to do this. Yeah. Is it all painted? It's interesting. It's a uh, collaged. It's kind of like digitally collaged. It's just, Layers and layers, digitally collaged, kind of painted on the digital collage, rescanning. Oh, okay. and the idea—the idea that originally uh, sold it for me—that it's like I've got to do this. The idea of the spot color mm-hmm. for everything. Right. It was like kind of like the like the Sin City kind of black and white with one spot color. Right. But I thought of the idea of like you can start out with these two spot colors and then add colors her eye, eye colors of the victims as you go through and I was like it's like a detective story it's like a metaphor or sure. it's like each victim is a different color that's cool. kind of thing and once you get that eye color it continues through the rest of the story
0: that's a good idea
1: yeah said, that's why I was like oh man this is a good idea I gotta do this <laughs> the funny thing was I was it was like the first month I was halfway through the first month of working on it and it, I was like there's no way because <laughs> I'm just struggling to figure out how I'm doing this because it was first time i had tried anything like this and i'm like there is no way and i was on the verge of telling chris stop stop don't put anything out yet because i don't know if i can finish this and i'm like "No, no how long did it take eventually it's like a couple years (laughs) a couple years to do it was a to get all five books through cool i mean i was trying it's like i go to work my two days off I'd come home print stuff out mm-hmm. it was just like uh my print the black and whites on my little printer like but try to get them big enough for the comic size and then you do this and you do this. it and up, it yeah. got to be a blur it's like it was a struggle for the first part the middle part was just a blur kind of trying to go fast I'm like okay do this do that do that well, that's yeah. why when I look back I'm like oh, oh half of the pages I don't even remember doing Like, oh that was, that was awesome that was
0: great now, had you done comics before this, before Black of Heart?
1: I had done a couple. I had um. I always feel bad because I wasn't, as far as like a child growing up and all that kind of stuff. but my comic knowledge was like Garfield. <laughs>
0: okay. okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, because you go and then you meet real comics guys, you know everybody's name, and it's like, oh yeah, this, that. And then when I got to school, I had a sophomore year, I had an illustration teacher, uh, George Pratt. I don't know if you've oh, heard of him. Yeah. He did NBA's and things like that. Yes. And he was like th- an illustration teacher. And then I'm like, I really liked him. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to take every class of his. And he had a storytelling class for like comics. Oh, cool. And I'm like, oh, I'll take that. And I'm like, God. And it just kind of opened my eyes. And he was showing me stuff. Because uh, he went to school with Kent Williams and they were good friends.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. And I think
1: that was the first comic I looked at. It was like it was blood. He showed me Kent Williams' blood, and I'm like, "This is amazing." <laughs> so my introduction to comics wasn't even the black and white right. comic stuff. It was it was blood. I was like, "This is this is amazing." And then yeah. then he showed uh, McKean. In Arkham Asylum, and I'm just oh, my eyes were just that's like, right. <laughs> and then his enemy ace was incredible too. And I'm like, yes, I didn't know you could do this, I didn't know this was comics. I thought comics was just like the black and white kind of superhero stuff. I'm like, oh, this is amazing
0: stuff! Amazing stuff. I went to Pratt Institute for Architecture, did you? Yeah, <laughs> graduated in '87, and then I 87? went back in '94 ish.
1: That's, oh, that's when really I started Pratt. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Yeah.
0: And then um, I had a comic store. Okay. Before I, before I had a comic store, I had a comic service. I used to hand deliver comics. To <laughs> okay. The comics. There was no comic store in that part of Brooklyn where I live in Crown Heights. So yeah. I started delivering comics to people. And then I had a, a physical store. And then I went awesome. back to Pratt and talked to the student union and said, it would be cool to set up a table. Okay. There was no, there was no comic store in Fort Greene, Clinton Hill area either. Yeah, yeah. So they said, sure, you can set up a table. You know, give us a couple bucks or whatever. And that's the first time I saw Enemy Ace because the, the yeah. con- that, that was this is just after Spawn started ninety four okay. early 94, yeah summer of ninety four something like that. And they wanted Sandman and Hellblazer and anything that was painted like enemy ace um, yeah, yeah. And that's the first time i saw it as an enemy i think i can get it back then diamond or capital whoever i was using had you know the backstop trades yeah yeah so i ordered a couple and i looked at it and i was like whoa this is really <laughs> good
1: <laughs> yeah I know, right
0: yeah so they had an idea at at you know to find artists that would pick up different things than Uh superhero type stuff about the painted artist the Kent Williams he did a havoc and Wolverine story yeah yeah it's like meltdown yeah meltdown Meltdown. exactly yeah yeah and I saw that and I was like wow this and then McKeon's covers on Sandman are phenomenal (laughs) it's like you know never to be repeated
1: (laughs) McKeon's covers and stuff like that is kind of defined my kind of art style through most of my, yeah. and it was a lot of stuff he was doing. It happened. It was a lot of stuff he's doing on the computer that oh, I started yeah. trying to ape before I had a computer. So it was a weird kind of, yeah. kind of journey to try. to. Sure. I'm like, yeah. how is he doing all this? And I'd be talking to somebody. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing. He's like, that's levels in Photoshop, David. <laughs> uh, you
0: did it well. Yeah. <laughs> Did it well. So you're you're working in illustration still? You haven't done any. Yes, I still have.
1: I have a I have an illustration rep that I got like a, a year after I got out of school. Oh, okay. and it's because so, I was working full time in illustration for about maybe ten years after I graduated or something around that much. Okay. And I mean, I wasn't killing it, but I was being I was able to pay my bills and everything, right. and that's important. Not. Pretty cheap, so it was like, Oh, yeah, I can pull this off. But then I think the 2008 financial crash just kind of oh. ruined the idea of living hand to mouth because you know, suddenly hand to mouth got even that much harder to do. Yeah, so that's Definitely when I moved yes. to Philadelphia. Yeah, that's when I moved to Philadelphia and got a guy got a real job. Uh. But my representative has been really great about keeping me on. I'm like, Good. I remember we had um a lunch once because he had other artists in philadelphia so he's based in ohio so he came to visit and i came to our lunch and i'm sitting i'm waiting for all the other artists to show up and we're talking and i'm getting a little nervous and then i'm like so so uh gina and matt coming or whatever he's like no it's just you and then it hit me i'm like he's dropping me from the group <laughs> I'm like, Oh, <laughs> i'm all nervous at the table and i'm like drinking my coffee like I'm like, don't cry when he does it <laughs> and stuff. And then finally, I leaned over. I'm like, Frank, are you, are you dropping me from the group? He's like, oh, God, no. He's like, you're too entertaining. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <dude."> thank God. <laughs> I have something to hold on to. Cool. But it's been cool because I do a few illustrations a year still. Who do you work for? For magazines or for interiors of? Just magazines mainly. So they give you
0: an article and they say, draw something for the article
1: yeah they'll, they'll give you the article and the the main my main person that i work with is a uh, kathy gunteric at the actually the university of pennsylvania uh, alumni magazine i think pennsylvania gazette i think is what it's called all right and she's actually the first person who gave me a job through my rep oh cool. and it was a bunch of first. she gave me my first job that was in color okay my first cover job and now she's the main like i get work from her like twice a year mainly okay cool and she's just she's great about everything and because sometimes you'll get art directors who will like send you the article and like this is what we want you to do and right. you have to do what they do and she sends me the article she's like ah, we came up with this idea do what you want <laughs> and then you just send them like however many sketches of ideas you have and they pick one right. and then you do it i even kind of gotten to the point with kathy where i'll kind of halfway change the sketch <laughs> when I'm working on the finish. And I'll apologize when I say it. I was like, I'm turning this in early because I know this isn't exactly like the, the sketch. So I'll chime to fix it. She's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it works. Oh, great. That's good. Any yeah. other magazines you work Any big magazines you work for?
1: I think my, my big one for a while is like a couple years out of school, I, I did a quarter page illustration for Penthouse. <laughs> oh, Okay. which was a kind of like oh my god now i can sh-. it was the first it was the first illustration i did for somebody that people back home in maryland would recognize what oh, it was right right, right. so and it's it's funny it was like before you emailed illustrations in where right. you had to get everybody's fedex number okay and you fedex the original and they fedex it back and they back. were done yeah, But Penthouse was located in New York. I was like, I'm going to personally deliver this drop, one. drop it off. Why not? I was like, I can't wait. And I'll go look around the Penthouse compound. That <laughs> nice. just went in. It was just a secretary. I'm like, David Hull about dropping off the illustration. She's like, just drop it there. Let's, let's leave it right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> So disappointed.
0: Cool. So how did Black of Heart come back around from... The original independent version to what SourcePoint is doing now.
1: It's just uh, Chris being on the ball and just trying to see it and push it out there. Okay. I think because I I'd, I'd still talk to him occasionally and he's like, yeah, he made he made to get the hardback things. He made a deal with somebody so you could get the hardback version, right? And then somehow he got contacted contacted with SourcePoint Press. I think yes. is what it is. Mm-hmm. And he wrote me. like, "Listen, you gotta talk to your local comics place. They're, they're actually gonna put this out and see if they want to."
0: It's good. I don't know if the sales. It was, was exciting. Just, just... Yeah, it's very exciting
1: because so, it was the first time. It's like it seemed like people had seen it. <laughs> like people had seen stuff. And...
0: Sure, it has a great uh, dark feel to it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know Bill Sienkiewicz's work.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, that when I saw it the first time, I was like, "Oh man, has that feel to it?" you know very nah. erratic and, and deep and dark <laughs> and it suits the story erratic
1: be- became by just the way it's like i wasn't sure what i was doing so it's, like, it's kind of like knocking your head against the wall until you think the blood stain that's there looks cool and you just move on yeah <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. do you read any comics now any current comics I'll pick it up if I come by, but I don't actively look for it. I probably should, but I don't really actively look around. I've been looking at now that it's been out. Right. I've been looking at the Source Point Press stuff. I was like, oh, I gotta take a look at that. Yeah. Like I get a little flighty and just get off on a tangent and then miss out on everything else, kind of thing. We can always
0: get the collected one, the trade paperback or the hardcover. Yeah. And read it all at once.
1: That was awesome to have it all in one space. So it was yeah. like you could just look through and like, oh, man. And then when he had the funny is when he had the hardcover out, yet there was a bunch of art from like uh, people who did other different versions of covers and stuff. I'm like, oh my God. Oh. People are looking at it and doing stuff. This I is amazing. So. <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. awesome. That's yeah. a good thing. And it got reviews too, which is always uncomfortable because you're reading it, you're like, of course, you need, I'm reading it to see if I'm mentioned in it. But yeah. then once you're mentioned, that's when you get uncomfortable. It's like, oh, no. Uh-huh. no. And I read one. I think it was the fourth, the foreword in, in the book. Somebody's like, uh, uh, who wrote it, said that Marshall Erisman and uh, Francis Bacon did a comic. Okay.
0: okay.
1: And I kind of lean back. I'm like, oh, that's, I don't know if that's an overshoot. That good? That's, that's good. <laughs> I'm like, that's good. But it's too good. I think he was trying to earn it. Cause I was always a Marshall Erisman's uh, illustrator that I was aware of in New York. And I was just like, Oh my God. What's just good? amazing to be compared to him.
0: Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. What's that behind you on your, your right? Oh, it's just, this is my, my like studio room and this is uh-huh. just stuff I have
1: just sitting around. It was like a, like a painting drawing of ratings I did a while ago mm-hmm. that I've been trying to find a place for to hang on the wall. Oh, okay. But I'm afraid of, you know, where you know you got to find the studs and everything so it doesn't fall sure. off the wall and stuff. Yeah, I gotta put this somewhere, okay? Uh, so I've been trying to find a place for it, but, uh, and then I get a mess on the floor because I was gonna clean this up by the five o'clock time, my time, but then I, got, uh, I was like, oh, I was gonna clean this up, maybe get a backdrop, maybe find a big American flag or something, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that for the back of my head. I'm like, I don't know how these things go, or move the bookshelf that I have in another room behind so people think I read or something <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm always looking at people's books behind us say, hey, we got on a shelf over there. Like... It seems like any
1: pod like podcast I see, everybody's got a bookshelf behind oh, them. Yeah. Like, and I'm always wondering they're talking, I'm like, how many books have they read on that shelf? On that <laughs> shelf.
0: Yeah. yeah. You can learn a lot about people by the books on their shelves. Yeah, yeah. So what else are you doing besides illustration? Uh, are you are you have any other comics
1: lined up? No, no. Chris and I had talked about because he had the I forget what the name of it is, but the 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 sequel to Black of Heart that okay. he's been halfway working on. And he's like, are you, can you do this? I'm like, I don't know. It's like <laughs> Black of Heart all over again. I was like, I don't know if I have the time, kind of thing. Yeah. He's like, what would you do? And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll draw it. He's like, oh, no, it's kind of got to look the same. They kind
0: of that kind of covers. That's a big thing. You can just do the covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a big thing now. You know, the original interior artist can come back, do the covers. It's not as time-consuming. And it
1: ties it back into the original. Yeah. But the funny thing is, as he brought it up, I'm like, I can't do this. And then I started looking at the old Black Apart, and I'm like, oh but it would be fun again. So I haven't imagined in my head that it was fun, but it wasn't fun at all until it was over. I was like, I'm never going to get this done It's a mm. kind of thing. It's like, ah. but you imagine it once it's done that oh, it was fun and everything worked out. Every page just came out yeah, and like it was supposed to. And then I actually pulled out all the, the basic panel stuff, which was just the, the black and white stuff that I had collaged together in the computer and printed out to paint on. Right. I was like, "Oh, these look cool. Maybe you could sell them or something." And they look hideous. I'm like, "It's like looking behind the curtain. It's like oh. you don't want to show people what you were doing because it looks like you don't know what you're doing. Oh.
0: There's a process.
1: It's it's a process. But yeah, when once you see the individual part of the process, they be like, "What? Seriously?" Kind of thing.
0: Now, when you were working with Chris. When you're working with him yeah. uh, during the story, bringing the story to life, did he yeah. give you the whole script to work with or did he give it to you in pieces?
1: He gave me the whole script,
0: which was one of the
1: thing, the issues when you, we were talking about the sequel. He gave me just the first part of it because he wasn't totally finished. right? And it, I, it just felt weird because when I had the whole script of Black of Heart, it was like I knew what was going on. I knew what was going to happen, so I knew when I'm doing this page what it was going to lead to and all this stuff, but it felt weird kind of patching it out right? without knowing exactly what was going to happen. next. I felt more in control, but from what little control I felt in Black of Art, it's like I felt the control enough to know what was going to happen and that kind of thing.
0: Well, it helps.
1: And it was, it was always my plan with the black and white pages like don't change too much i mean maybe change within one page if you had ideas of different panel structures and things like that but just where he starts in that page and where that page is ends make sure you hit those marks don't try to space it out because it'll kill you cuz you know, I had five more pages or
0: <laughs> Do you have any artists that either in comics or out of comics that you admire or you aspire to be like when you were in school,
1: or even at your be- beginning of your career. I don't. When I, it's funny. When I got to school, it was like, because I came from a semi-rural town in Maryland. So when I got to school, it was got to art school. It was like Salvador Dali, oh. and that's all you needed in Salisbury, Maryland, mm-hmm. and you were considered an artist because it was weird and you're crazy because you. Like so, and I thought that's what painting was as like you put a color here, color here, blend them together, and then it's done, kind of thing. Yeah, and it was actually George Pratt in the illustration class I had because mm-hmm. I thought I thought I was the shit. And mm-hmm. I'd put these paintings up and be proud, like leaning back. George mm-hmm. we was like, What is that? I was like, Painting, he's like, That's not painting. He'd sl- he slammed a, a book is like uh, NCY, or he asked me, He's like, So, uh you know Wyeth, right? And like every every one of my friends, grandparents back at home had uh, Christina's World, okay. the Andrew Wyeth painting uh-huh. poster somewhere in their house. I'm like, <laughs> oh, so I'm leaning back like I'm i smart ass and I'm just, oh, I know Andrew Wyeth. What are you kidding? He's like, slams this book down. It's N.C. Wyeth, Andy's dad. And he's like, that's painting. <laughs> 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 like, and you're looking at it. It's like, this is amazing. It's, uh, nice. Wow, that was like my introduction to. Oh, I'm not as cool as I thought I was coming uh, in. So then it was it was like N.C. Wyeth, and then of course then you showed me Kent Williams stuff, which was amazing. The kind of there's a connection with Kent Williams because I remember my freshman year, my figure drawing teacher, Giuseppe Sanfilippo, I think is his name. One time, put up a bunch of old drawings from students of his on the wall. He's like. I remember after class just staring at him because they were just good. I'm like, oh man, (laughs) I'm never going to get this good. These are students of his. And I remember one of the drawings he had up was a Kent Williams' drawing from when Kent Williams was a student there. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I had no idea who Kent Williams was, and then, but I remembered his name. I'm like Kent Williams. Oh, I wonder what he did. Mm -hmm. And then you know, the year later, you learned, and I'm like, oh. Oh, that guy. (laughs) That guy. But the funny thing is his drawing that he had up from when he was a student was like a tightly rendered kind of a most photorealistic drawing. And then to see what he had moved on to, like the Egon Chile kind of strong line kind of thing. Wow, what? (laughs) This is wild.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's style is different, but art is art.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it, it changes. And that's, that's basically what started it all. Kent Williams, Sinkevich. Because I remember I bought a, um what was it called? Voodoo Child. Okay. It was a oh, graphic novel. For
0: Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix. Yes.
1: That was amazing. I got that. And then Arkham Asylum yes. for McKeon and all that stuff. And God, this stuff is amazing. amazing. You just get overwhelmed. with. You think you have everything down. <laughs> and then you get overwhelmed with realizing how much is out there. Yeah, there's so much.
0: Yeah. And then if you get into European artists. I just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just talked to a French uh, no, actually no, he's in Canada. A Canadian mm. publisher Black Panel Press who's trans- okay. translating French graphic novels into English.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So that's another group of books and I'm looking at this like, wow. This is not what we're used to, you
1: know. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> it's funny when you see something
1: that's like askew from what you're, what you normally look at, and it, and it's one of those things where ah, you, you couldn't comprehend it being possible, but it, look, somebody yeah. did it, and it's sure, it's awesome. It's like, ah.
0: I think. And then I have, look at, I'm like, what can I take from
1: this? Where I can't, they can't tell I'm stealing from this person. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: People that don't read comics. Who pick up a comic like even, even Black of Heart, which is not a superhero book? Um, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. if they like horror, they would like that book. And they're not used to. I mean, with the, the proliferation of comic book superhero movies, that's what they know. Yeah, you know, that's what they knew before. That's exactly. They that and they knew Archie, and some of them knew. Richard yeah, yeah. And stuff like that, and whatever, <laughs> whatever they saw in the newspaper. So you introduce them to something new and it's like, hey, take a look at this. And they're like, oh, this is a comic? You know? This is a comic? Yeah, this is, you know, this is what we read. And it's, there's so much That's output. the one thing that's,
1: that's uh, amazed me now that all the movies coming out, I'm looking at it, and then you learn that all this stuff is from comics. Yeah. It's like, a, or a lot of the stuff. It's like, that was a comic, oh, okay. Yeah. So it seems like now, Maybe they did it before, and I just didn't notice it. But just Sometimes, taking, yeah. Um, like they did. A well, I guess I remember the old Lou Ferrigno, Incredible yeah. Hulk, when I was a kid. No idea that was a comic. Was just, sure, but that was a comic too.
0: <laughs> they did a book. I think it was a Vertigo book called The Losers. Okay, I, did, I totally did not realize they did a movie, a big movie, <laughs> really? big stars in it. Yeah, yeah. I saw the trailer the other day because. I couldn't find anywhere any of my streaming things. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it looks like fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I was debated, it's like now that that I've done a comic, I'm like, oh, is it good? Is it bad? It's like to, I mean, I guess it's good to the comics are getting. No, but are comics really getting the credit for it, or is it, or people thinking about that this was a comic? Or I'm going to go yeah. read the comic now that I've seen the movie or did I just see are. the comic. Some of
0: them are. I think they have to the people who does the marketing has to make it known based on the graphic yeah. novel by so and so. And and you know, Netflix is really good about that. They have a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Disney and the new Paramount Plus will get their fingers in it as well. Yeah. But there's a lot of money to me. I mean, the the stories are already written. So yeah. you don't really have to do you have to get some casting and a good writer and put it together.
1: Yeah. So I was like, uh, when Hellboy became a movie, oh because uh, George had introduced me to magnola stuff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I remember George had introduced me to Mike magnola stuff, right. which I thought was amazing, just as yeah. far as you know, the graphic kind of black, whites, and kind of things. Like, this is, how can you, and I'd always try to do it. I'd try, like, oh, I can do this. I'm like, I can't. It looks simple, and it's yeah. like, ah. Oh, I remember um, seeing him at the comic convention once, just when they started making the movies. And I was okay. like, oh, man.
0: Yeah, he did a, <sighs> a, a series of sketches over this COVID period we had last year. And Don uh-huh. is putting out a collect. You should probably seek it out. I, I know I forgot to order it, pre-order it, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll find it somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: A big, hard, Not big, maybe 115 pages or so of the sketches he I think he did a sketcher day or something like that and then took really? okay. it off for charity yeah the originals you know made thousands of dollars but he collected in the book dark horse will have that out really you know it's just pencils
1: yeah so oh, it's, it's just it's not it's not the inks not the ink dark black okay yeah
0: and i think if he was an interview was it him or john Byrne? somebody was in an interview and they said they sold the fan a pencil drawing, or did a sketch at the convention, and they brought it back ink. It's like, what did you do? <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> that's you, just, do?
1: you that's do terrible. God. that's horrible.
0: <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? I'm like painting over words?
1: the Mona Lisa, kind I of. Thing.
0: Exactly. Oh, no, I like it better. Well, that it's hand's not like, good. I like, no, <laughs> This is how I gave it to you. And It's like, and they it's so oh, man. David, it's great talking with you yeah 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 it was good to finally
1: meet you uh, do
0: you keep in touch with anybody other than chris in the industry
1: my, the, my friend that that sent chris my way lives in philadelphia matt dick i keep in touch with him and show him stuff okay and back and forth like on instagram cool kind of thing yeah try to talk to george occasionally still
0: george is still around george george
1: you said george george pratt yeah yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's doing comics as much. I think no. he's
0: teaching. He might be still teaching.
1: He was teaching at Pratt, but he went south to North Carolina. Maybe he's teaching at Ringling now. He's teaching somewhere, but mainly oh. he just puts up a bunch of figure drawings on Instagram. Not <laughs> oh, to seek him
0: out. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Doing a lot of painting and stuff. I'm like, oh, man.
0: <laughs> I asked because one of the things I asked the people on Uncanny Creators podcast if there Uh was somebody in the industry that you know that i could talk to for an interview who would that be okay
1: yeah george is pretty uh george is cool yeah you probably talk to anybody (laughs) Um, (laughs) trying to think who else i feel bad because i i'm not
0: connected don't feel bad
1: yeah no no because i get off track and even when I was doing Black of Horror, I was like, you should talk to more comics people. I'm like, I just got to get this damn thing done. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that kind of thing. It's like, I don't know where I'm going to finish this thing.
0: Well, do you interact with a lot of illustrators or other artists?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just kind of, out, out of back in New of York of and yeah, yeah. It's funny, it's like uh, once I moved out here though and I got the job as a security art at the art museum, it's like everybody's talking about fine art here. It's like it's all like fine, and everybody's like shows and stuff like that. And I'm like, huh, oh, I don't know about this either. <laughs> I'm get out of my hole here.
0: One last question. I like uh, to cook, and I asked my guests on the podcast if uh, I was making you one get one meal or dish for you. You don't have yeah. to share with anybody. What would that dish be? Ah, uh, I. I don't know. <laughs> you have a go-to um, for lunch? You know, I have to have the special taco or the... I
1: I, I catch a lot of crap because it's people say that I seem to not have any taste buds at all. Because <laughs> I'll just eat anything. That's why it's like... <laughs> they're like, what are you? You'll eat anything. I'm like, i was like, whatever. <laughs> so that's why it's like... I, <laughs> Funny thing is, my younger brother's a chef too. Oh, okay, cool. And let's say like he was asked once by somebody, he was like, "Ah, uh, how? What led you to become a chef?" And he's like, "Our, oh, our mom was a miserable cook. Uh-oh. <laughs> we couldn't eat it." And he's like, "What about your brothers?" He's like, "I have no idea how mm-hmm. <laughs> they got through. They must not have taste buds."
0: What kind of cake do you like? Cake, cake. If you're having a birthday cake.
1: I usually, I would say just like a boxed cake with a cake with an eye. Just a boxed cake with the Pillsbury icing. Icing? And... Oh, my god. Funny thing is like, I, I try to, was like, I'm going to be healthy. I'm getting older. I'm trying to be healthy. But mm-hmm. it's a matter of if it something's put in front of me, it's like the whole cake's gone. Uh-oh. So, which is probably the problem of keeping away from it. It's like, once you have it, it's
0: like, uh-huh. ah, I got it. <laughs>
1: this is true this is true
0: well thanks for talking with me today oh no problem, no problem good luck with the rest of your illustration career
1: oh thank you thank you good luck with the thank podcast
0: you have a website yeah it's uh, yes. a Studio.
1: Hollandboxstudio.com. hollandboxstudio.com yeah Got, yeah
0: you have, you have anything for sale over there that people can get
1: um no but it has an email link if they like anything okay that they you, can yeah
0: new commissions what's that you ever do commissions
1: uh i haven't but if if somebody asked me to if I you like, want it, a commission
0: yeah. from david hollenbach <laughs> who's the artist on black of heart the new graphic well new ish yeah. graphic novel oh you I'm could, could also go to this. um go ahead
1: you could also go to uh, my reps website is uh SturgisReps.com. Sturgis It's got some of my art up there too.
0: And there's some of David's work there. Yeah, yeah. And he'll be happy to awesome. do a small commission for you for, yeah. for the right project. Oh, definitely, definitely.
1: <laughs>
0: Have a great day, David. You too, you too. Thanks for Enjoy the rest of the afternoon. Good to talking to you. All right. Great. Take care. Thanks. All right.